You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. And we're back with another exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. We are excited for today's episode. This is episode two. Season three today is yeah. November fourth, two thousand and twenty one. Tell them how excited you are. How did we? We start are our so thing? excited that for the first time in three seasons, we started our time with prayer. That's how excited. And that's embarrassing because we have three, pa- four <laughs> pastors, four today, pastors in the room, and this that's is the first time that we prayed to begin our meeting. But boy, I tell you, we're that excited. So that's oh. the excuse for the nonsense that goes on because it hasn't started. Properly. Because we've never brought God into the We're actually moving. <laughs> so we guys, if you're listening prayer. to this, the point is begin your day or everything you do with prayer. Pray right? first. It'll Pray change first. your life, yeah. change your world. So hey, never too old to start something new. Right. And we're starting the podcast today. You should coin that phrase. <laughs> that is good. That's good, right? I'm going to write it down. Well, you already heard some voices, but let me tell you who's down, here baby. on the Men's Ministry Roundtable podcast today. We have George Hot Flash Fernandez. Yes. Bring me the phone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you again, Hot Flash. Uh, Hot Flash today is in his best construction worker oh, uh, what, telephone what telephone pole yeah. climber uh, outfit. You look like you if you had a hard hat on, you look like Bob the Builder. <laughs> Bob the Builder. You know the little guy that fixes things. No, I don't know who the little guy that fixes things. <laughs> this is an MK shirt, but then you know what is this? What is this? I actually this think it's. I, I think it's great. Oh, uh, as one of the young guys on the on the podcast now, I think this is a good look. So it, it, it is go. a good oh, look. We're, we're teasing Thanks. him, but you look very stylish. Tell Lisa she did a good job of choosing your outfit this Not morning. Not my pajamas. <laughs> when you go visit Dave. Up in the mountains, this is exactly what you need to look. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Also around the round table is Robert. I'm not always late, Concepcion. Hey. Robert, two weeks in a row that you've been on time. Well, wow. you know, like today was the first time you prayed. So <laughs> <laughs> I prayed, Lord, is, let Robert is, be on time. This is actually a new leaf, right? Hey, even well, for listen, you. Is, even is, for you. In all seriousness, is that something that you're working on? Come on, dude. <laughs> Hey, I just mosey in here with my coffee and just take it. You do, but you his usually, coffee was delivered early. But you, you usually go. mosey in fifteen minutes late. Today you moseyed oh, in fifteen you know, minutes because, early. Because you know we don't really usually have a guest speaker, but today we have a special. So guest. you're saying my time is not valuable, but our guest is <laughs> absolutely is. all right. All right, absolutely fair enough. Fair enough, George. He, our time doesn't matter. He got in early because he had a he had a inkling that you were going to pray. There you go. Kind of I didn't want to miss the prayer. There you go. And today's special guest, you've already heard his voice, but we're super excited to have with us Jake, Captain America Walker! Marvel hero. What's up, men? So good to be with you guys today and just feel so honored to be in the room with George, Robert, and Marvin. Just love these guys, look up to these guys so much. So it's an honor to be here and with you guys. So thanks for having me. Uh, He's making me cry already. I know, I know. That's so, so touching. But we're excited to have you, Jake. Thank you. Uh, so many so many of the men that we talk to are so encouraged by the ministry that you and your team uh, put on for our students. And some, most of us are, well, all of us are dads in this room. Uh, but a lot of guys that are listening are dads as well and have yeah. been personally uh, benefited from the ministry. And I, I can't tell you how many times I have conversations with men and those conversations m- might start off like, can you believe Jake called my son and you know, mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, whatever, and he picked him up at school and took him to Starbucks. I can't believe they do that. 
And I'm like, it's just a gift what mm. you and your team do for our students, and we're just so grateful. So today we get to hear a little bit of, of your story and, and some wisdom. But before we get to that part, I always start off with a, a little bit of goofiness. With, with, the, with the important stuff. With the important <laughs> stuff. By the way, I got a text two days ago from a man who would listen to our podcast for the very first time. Uh, and so I just want to say thank you, shout out to Francisco for listening to our podcast for the very first time. Woo! He said he personally liked the way you two interact. So, oh, well. Yeah. He said it reminds him of his old uh, married grandparents, the way he used to interact. Thanks, Francisco. So, Francisco, that, welcome to the show. Man, you know, I, you just have his, to thank the listeners, man. Thanks, Francisco. This is Francisco. the way his grandparents. All right, I'll leave yeah. it just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. The way gracious. you guys bicker reminded him of his be grandparents. Gracious. And he said it, was, it, it brought a smile to his face. All he was right. stuck in traffic for three hours, and so we helped him pass a little bit of time. <laughs> 40 minutes, you'll 45 never 45 minutes, you'll never get back, Francisco. Well, listen, this week I heard a report. It's kind of sad. But the retail landscape is changing, as you know, things come and go all the time. But recently in California, the last, last Kmart shut its doors. Wow. Mm. Wow. I know. Did you guys shop at Kmart? <laughs> no? No. I, I, yeah, yeah. George, yeah. you don't shop at Kmart? I'm shocked, Kmart George. I'm shocked. This outfit did not come from Kmart? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you George, know what Kmart is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have what you is, ever stepped foot in? What does the K of Mart stand for? Does anybody know? I don't know. I don't know. That's I a I, great I question. Know. I thought maybe one of you older, wiser men would know. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, no, I don't know much is... about Kmart. Marvin, since you know about this, Listen, what, I, what does K stand for? I don't know, but I did shop at Kmart, and, and I remember the best part of going to Kmart is there was a Little Caesars inside, and you get pizza <laughs> while you shop. <laughs> there was there was a little Caesar's pizza in the Kmart, and that you got a be- that was the best. You part got a slice huh? of pizza when you shop for the blue light specials. Uh. <laughs> My parents would go to Kmart quite quite often, um, but it got me thinking. What are some of the stores that you grew up with that uh, maybe are no longer around that that maybe had a place in your heart? You know, like you would be like. What is it? What are the rodeo drive shops that you guys went to as okay, a kid? Okay, it's rodeo, not rodeo. But <laughs> <laughs> there, you go. there you go. There you go, Marvin. That shows you how much I know about high-end fashion. Uh, what are some of the stores that you guys frequented that are no longer around? I'm trying to think. Well, you you wrote down here. Sears is a good one. Zodies. Zodies. Yeah, Zodies. You guys. I, I do remember. I remember my parents would buy. Appliances there. Okay. They right? went to the Zodis no, to buy the Zodis is a shoe store. No, it was like no, a Kmart type no. store. They had Zodis, a bit of everything. They had yeah. clothing, they had appliances, and all kinds of stuff. You know, for me, Marvin, one of the uh, s- stores, I guess you could say, that I'm really bummed and I have fond memories was going to the, the Christian bookstore. Yeah. My mom would take me, and this band's still out, but it was an awesome Switchfoot. You guys know Switchfoot? Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. But I would go in, and, you know, they had all the Christian books, and they had the Christian CDs, mm-hmm. you know, CDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you about Lighthouse yeah. down in Glendale? Uh, I think. Not was, just that one. Not just that one, but there was okay. one in Pasadena, too. But oh, okay. I'm yes. bummed that a lot of the Christian bookstores have kind of Amazon really ate them up. I, know, so. I agree, and the best part about it, you know, before Apple Music and you couldn't sample music right. before you purchased it, you would yeah. go to the Lighthouse, and they allowed you, they had one sample of every cd and you could listen to it yeah and if you liked it you purchased it yeah so <laughs> i do miss that I miss those mm. yeah see, I bought... you see the difference in jake's experiences and ours <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah. let that settle yeah. for a little I'm bit i'm talking about little caesar's pizza yeah little caesar's pizza <laughs> this is why you are not talking about zodis i remember when i went to the christian bookstore <laughs> uh, well, i got i got my first car stereo at the good guys 
You guys remember the good guys? Yeah, good guys. Circuit City. Circuit, Circuit City, City was one. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. one as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think Best Buy just kind of ate all of them up, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good questions. Rob, Robert, any <laughs> any stories in the Philippines that you grew up with? <laughs> After the lighthouse, Christian books are. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm going to get back to There's off. a good restaurant. Sorry, Do- know, dogs uh, are us. <laughs> fair enough. George. Fair enough. Well, guys, uh, we want to thank Jorge you so much. F at C-H-R. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just write Jorge your email F there. At All the complaints go in there. All the complaints. In fact, this is review season, so you can email Tom and tell him what a great job George is doing. Yes, uh, and he'll get include that in his annual review. Uh, you guys want to say thank you to all, everyone who's listening. We have surpassed. 7,500 downloads wow. of our podcast. I can't imagine. That was the same but, number last time. Why has it been? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking it about? It didn't move. It didn't increase do, much. Do you notice it's a download? <laughs> that does not mean that it's a listen, right? Well, I'm assuming if they download it, they're going well, to listen to it. we have family members. I just tell them to download it. So they may well, not I'm hoping, listen. I'm hoping that will inspire them to listen. <laughs> I want to encourage you. If you like this episode, click that little arrows out on your phone. Email it or text it to a friend, share it with them, and let them know what a great uh, time you had listening to this. And if you want to send us your questions, you can email us at men at cachurch.com. Yeah. I will show you how yeah, to do that. How to do you that. can share it with your parents. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, show me how to do that. All right. <laughs> We're about, I would, are we about halfway through the NFL season or mm-hmm. a little close to it, right? A little close to it. A little, <laughs> a little close to it. I'm not good at math. You know this. Uh, but I think we're close to it. Yeah. What is the best team right now at the midway point? Not the 49ers. Nope. 49ers <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately. Nope, nope. I'm in the NFC West, the Rams and the Cardinals are looking really strong. I was surprised when Green Bay beat the Cardinals, but I'm a little scared of Kyle, Kyler Murray. So yes. we'll see. He is an exciting player to watch. Yeah. He is exciting. I didn't I didn't think he'd be able to throw the ball as well as he does, because he can stay in the pocket, but he makes so many plays with his feet. He's just—he's really like a running back who can throw. Mm-hmm. He's really, and he's got weapons. Yeah. You know. So I would say, Rams, Cardinals. I think Tampa Bay's still there. Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. Can never sure. Brady and the Bucks, of course, yeah. are still there, and and the Packers are the, probably the four best teams, and two of them are in the and NFC they, West. That's crazy. Yeah, I, th- I think um, I didn't think they were playing that well, but they have been lately. As Tennessee, yeah, but they but just, they just lost, took a big that took a big hit. They just lost Henry for the yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a huge hit. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. playing the Rams this week. I thought they were gonna. I, I don't see a dominant team right now. I'm thinking of in the AFC. The Raiders, come on, <laughs> five and two. Yeah, no, there was a horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> incident a couple a day ago. I know. Yeah, yeah so, I know for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rugs. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think of the in the AFC who's. Who's the team? The Chiefs don't. Because you would have like thought the Chiefs, the Chiefs but they, they don't not, look. They, they got a lot of like, holes. No, they don't look like themselves. I guess maybe Miami. <laughs> no, I, I guess Buffalo. Buffalo's probably the team to beat. Watch, sure, watch. Tennessee was there before they. I watched the Saints Bucks game this this weekend, and it was interesting because Brady, you know, had those two picks, I think, and basically when the Saints and the Bucks play, it seems like turnovers are a big deal, and typically in the past, you know, two years, when the turnovers don't happen. The Bucks beat them. So I, my prediction would be Brady and the Bucks do well and go into the postseason. And who knows? I might even say it. He's going to get another one. Yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think. No, I don't no. think you bet, I don't think so. bet against them. Well, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, well, you, can't, you can't bet against them. I'm really hoping the Cardinals make yeah. make a fun because I do agree with you. I think that, they, that's they a lost fun JJ team. Watt for a while. I don't know if it's the whole season. That's that's kind of a big hit. Too. Yeah. 
that's a fun team to watch. Yeah, Brady and the Bucks. And the way they, they the way they took care of the Rams shows you a lot. Okay, we're gonna try something new. Instead of George, you giving us your typical boring spiel about <laughs> stocks. You see this? And, you know, I mean, I've heard reports that guys fall asleep and they're like, it, it's, <laughs> there's accidents, it's accidents at the, at the twenty minute every mark time of the you talk. So instead of instead of giving you ten well, minutes, they would have listened to Nvidia when I told you three years ago they'd be very. Well, happy I would, right I, would be, mm-hmm. I would be, I would be. Didn't I not true. tell you? A much richer man if I would have listened to you and bought Nvidia. Um, <laughs> what do you so mean? I'm going to have all the toys now. Come on now. <laughs> That's because he gives me good stock advice. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you five questions, George, and these are all either. Uh, news, finance, some sports in there. And I need you to give me a brief, brief, one sentence well, we, answer. We have a different definition of brief. Right, I think. but one sentence answer. Robert, you gotta hold him accountable here, okay? So if he goes too long, Come on. you cut him off. All right, no, you ready? Cut off George. Here's Come a on, new bro. segment we're calling Ask Jorge. Yes. <laughs> nice. Get that soundboard, all right? So, yeah. You know. Well, maybe if we invest right, we can afford a new soundboard. Oh, 7,500 listeners is not enough? Where's <laughs> the revenue at there? At a penny a listener, we've made $7 on this podcast. So there you go. All right, George. Yes. Here it is. Question number one. Will the housing market crash in the next 12 months? Come on now. Housing prices Come are really what? ridiculous yes in or no. California. Yes or no answer. No. You say no. No. Okay. It won't, it won't crash. No. It won't crash. All right. Well, if you have housing-related questions, you can ask George later. Will it dip or climb? Is, is this a second question? Is this a follow-up question? Uh, yes. Um, Just two words. It, it won't crash. I think it'll continue to go up a little bit. But, you know, but not at you, the you, rates I, that I we've been seeing. Briefly, I, I never think you buy a house as an investment. George Adamas says... Uh, Georgia Dallas. <laughs> <Georgia. laughs> All right, question number two. Will the Celtics be over or under 500 this year? They look terrible right now. Oh, they, they, they do look terrible. But ever the optimists, yeah, they will be over 500. See? Uh, See? There's a little dissension in their camp. Marcus Smart is calling out the two superstars saying they don't pass the ball. So we'll see what happens there. You think they gotta, they're going to correct the shift? I, I do. They have a new system, new coach. I, I do think they'll write I guess the bigger question is, will the Lakers be over 500? Man, those guys look terrible right now, too. They'll, they will be over 500. Just also. barely. Yeah. All right. Question number three. <laughs> guys are always asking about new cars. Should I buy or should I lease my new car? Um, let, let me backtrack. I don't think you should buy a new car. Or lease a new car. So I think, should, I think you should always. I think it's better value to, to buy a pre-owned. But even in this market, pre-owned cars are hot right now. They're going for like they are over blue book. Yes, that's not I, even. I, I, that's I, not, I'm, I'm just giving you a general rule. I'm not not telling you right now, this month, the next three months. Just in general, I don't believe it's good value to buy something brand new. But you don't believe in leasing. I don't believe leasing is the way to go. Okay. No, even so when purchase. you can write that off. It's that that's a misnomer. The, the tax implications are the same whether you buy or lease. Ah, all right. Mm. Question if, number if properly. four. Mm. How much debt is good debt to carry? Um, well, you, you shouldn't have. Let me let me define debt. Debt debt to me. One sentence. No. Well, okay. <laughs> because if you have a mortgage, that's debt. But I don't yes. think that that's a problem. Okay. So I will define debt as. Anything that you can't pay off in full, the full balance, when it's due. So that generally is a credit card, mm-hmm. student loans, things of that nature. A mortgage, you don't pay it off in full on your, you know, 
in your next payment. So I look at the parameters. As long as your mortgage and auto finance falls within those parameters of cash flow, then you're okay. And I don't view that as debt. So the parameter for me is 25 to 30% of your income for housing and for transportation, it's 10% of your income. It should not exceed that. So why I don't view it as debt is because if you have a home, generally- Should you I have, cut them off? No, nope. you have equity. Should I, should, I, should, I, should, I, should I cut them off? <laughs> well, you have equity if you have a home. So if you really needed to, car. generally you have equity in a car as well. It's a depreciating asset. I understand, but if you don't, usually don't finance 100%. So you're going to have equity. So that's if true. you really needed to extinguish that debt, you would sell the asset, right. the house or the car. So that's why I don't view it as debt. When it's credit card, I have a There's balance of two, 3000 yeah. Can you pay it off right now? Yeah. No. Well, I can sell my Michael Kors shirt that I bought at Kmart. Who is it? Michael Kors? I don't know. <laughs> well, what, what about motorcycles and uh, hey, 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 scooters? Hey, and, uh, easy, only, easy. If it's, uh, only if it's a San Gabriel. <laughs> question number dude. five. Will Robert, question will Robert ever be on time? There you go. Well, he, he has been on time the last two, so he's, uh, he's got a, he's got a go. uh, two for two. Good track yeah, record, Robert. Track we record. encourage you to stay on that track. Especially when you pray before we start. That's right. <laughs> and we'll continue to do that. Robert, what's, tell the guys, what's happening in the world of men's ministry at Christian Assembly? Well, this is not till next year, but you guys put this on your calendar because... Hey, because it's a big event. It is. You know why? Tell us. The guest speaker is well, well, here. Well, first tell the guys what the event is. Well, you, you know, we only advertise men's stuff here. So men's gathering. Yes. January 12, 2022. That's put right. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. And the guest speaker will be none other than... Our highlighted speaker for today is Jake Walker. Woo! We are awesome. so excited that Jake, Dude, you're going to be the addressing. This is the first time you're actually going to be the guest speaker of a men's gathering, Absolutely, right? yeah. Oh. I can't believe it. Whose great idea is that? I feel so uh, Actually, it came straight from Mark, and he's really excited to have Jake yeah. address our men. Awesome. Yeah, um, I can't believe it. Yeah. So awesome. thankful, so honored. Yeah. So we are excited to have you, and I know that the Lord will inspire you and give you a good word for our men. And so we're excited, guys. On January 12th, come and listen to Jake address the men yeah. and uh, what bring, else? Bring well, your students. Bring your exactly. Students so we're inviting students to be with us that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. not just the high schoolers, the junior hires as well. So all your dads of junior hires, it'll be such a great night to have the young guys with us as well. Wow. And uh, just can't wait. That's awesome. That's wow. awesome. So guys, invite your middle school and high school students to join us that night. Jake's going to be with us. Bring we're going to have a lot sons. of fun. Bring your sons. Sons, if you're listening, bring your dads. And, uh, and invite a friend as well. If there's somebody around you at Little League or wherever you encounter other men. Little Caesars. <laughs> at Kmart, <laughs> shopping at Little Caesars. There's no more Kmarts. But bring the men. Bring the men yeah. because we're going to have a lot of fun. Jake's going to have a timely word. We're calling it Invite Night. Invite Night. And tell the guys wow. what Invite Night means for for student ministries and how we're going to use that a little bit. Yeah, in student ministries, we've been doing these things called invite nights. And uh, just the name itself really gives our students just this encouragement to invite their friends. And and we've had really great turnouts with a lot of new people, new, new students coming out to invite nights. Um, and every year we're like, man, we've done invite nights now for like three or four years. Should we do it again? Do the, do the kids still like it? And we keep having these great mm. um, turnouts. And we do this really fun thing. I think we're going to be doing it uh, for the men's gathering in Vine Night called the Wonder Wheel. So men, get excited about the Wonder the Wheel. Wonder yes, wheel. Yes. All kinds yes. of crazy rewards yes. and punishments, kind of like this circus wheel. This last time I shaved my beard. 
Uh, oh because God. on the oh, wheel, is that what it was? On the wheel, it was Jake shaves his beard oh, and it man. got spun, and so I had to shave in front of everybody, right, there? right then and wow. there, for the students. It's for the gospel. Gave up, <laughs> laid, gospel. It at, laid it at Jesus' feet, my beard. Um, but uh, I'm so excited for uh, invite night. So this is just going to be a great night to invite your coworkers, invite your friends, even your students to invite their mm. students. Invite nights have been awesome for That's us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, last, the, wait, wait. The last time I. I, I, I saw the invite night with you guys you had like what uh uh in the back there you had slides and you yep. had all kinds jump of houses stuff, jump houses in there and free there pizza big... we're gonna have fun we're stuff gonna have to fun get. stuff we're gonna have food for sure churros. maybe not churros but something different and uh wow. maybe george will shave his leg or something like that. <laughs> hey you know what in the wheel you guys had like wax or something oh, yeah. someone's yes. leg i have right? waxed all kinds of things <laughs> <laughs> So I've waxed my armpit, I've waxed my leg, oh. I've waxed my, my arm. I, you know, what do you mean? You're looking forward to that, aren't you? <laughs> Just, just, We're gonna have all the punishments say George Wax George, Armpit. George, George Eyebrows. 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 I just hope I just Nostril hope one of the, hairs. Just hope one of the roads will be real beat beats headphones. Yes. Oh, see, <laughs> see? See? Real that was... beats headphones. Well, with the rest of our time, we want to spend some time getting to chat with you a little bit, Jake, and getting to know you first of all. Want the guys to get a sense of who you are. A lot of us, you know, we drop off our kids, but this way they get a chance to get to hear a little bit more of your heart. Um, and then also, we want to encourage men to have spiritual conversations with their children, their teenage yeah, children, that's especially. Awesome. And so we want to hear a little bit uh, from you. But let's start off by just telling us a little bit more about yourself, you know, who you are, where you grew up. Some of the guys might know a little bit about your story, but not all of them do. So. Give us a little little bio. Yeah, again, thanks so much for just having me on. It's just an honor to look up to you guys a lot. Love you guys. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, I actually grew up at CA. Tommy Walker is my dad, Tommy and Robin, and my dad's been on staff for, I think, 31 years now. I'm 30, and uh, so I've just had the honor mm. and the, the privilege, the joy of getting to grow up at CA. I'm so thankful for that. Just a couple of, like highlights in my story. Uh, growing up, uh, I have a brother named Levi. I got two younger sisters, but my brother Levi and I and my best friend Kyle, we got really into, um, when we were little, just kind of playing and make-believe stories with different characters. So it started off with like Nintendo characters, right? So Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, we would pretend to be these characters and we would, you know, you know, be fighting the bad guys, right, Bowser? <laughs> that led into, you know, Marvel characters, mm -hmm. right? And so... You know, I liked to be like, for those Marvel geeks out there, nerds out there, it's Silver Surfer and Levi liked to be like Iceman from the X-Men and Kyle, my, my friend, was Thor and all this stuff. Um, and I just tell that because I, I feel like telling those stories as a young kid, somehow that put in me a real desire to fight for the good in this world. And God really used that to... Um, see ultimately that the good that I could be a part of fighting for in this story of my life was God's kingdom. Mm. And somehow God got a hook in me that I wanted to be a part of fighting for God's kingdom, for mm. fighting for what is good and ultimately for eternity. So that was a big part of my life. Um, but my, my walk with Christ was not, um, you know, perfect by any means. I remember a, a big highlight in my life, uh, in my faith life was kind of sophomore year of high school or so I started kind of 
going behind my parents' backs a little bit with some things lying to them in some ways. And my life group leader at church found out about this somehow. I, I still don't know how he found <laughs> out. Um, but he told me, he's like, hey, Jake, I would encourage you that your parents find out from your lips, not from somebody else's lips. Mm. And I remember he said that. Mm. And so he challenged me to confess to my, my, my parents. And so I did that. And that moment when I confessed to my parents was like a watershed moment for me. And I remember saying to the Lord, God, as I take my relationship with my parents seriously, I'm going to take my relationship with you seriously. Right. And that was this led to these times of confession with my dad that really changed the trajectory of my life. Um, and so that was really uh, um, a highlight. We'll talk more about that, just fostering that kind of relationship where, mm-hmm. where our sons can and our daughters can can share with us, you know, the deepest of things. But I ended up going to Azusa Pacific University, had a great time there. I was actually a social work major there. And right out of college, um, CA was looking for a, a, a youth pastor. And so Bo Flores um, actually gave me a call and said, hey, Jake, your name's come up a couple times. Why don't you throw your name in the hat? No promises or anything. And uh, that really opened the door of my heart because at first I had seen the job opening and I was just like, nah, not me, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Giese, Alex, mm. Alex Aquino, these, these were my heroes. I could never be, you know, one of them. But then Bo gave me that call and that really opened the door to my heart that, hey, maybe the Lord would be calling me to this. Ended up applying, ended up getting the role. And I've been on staff now for about eight and a half years mm. as a wow, youth pastor. Wow, wow. Uh, which I can't believe it's just um, one of the honors of my life. And so that's just a little bit, a little bit about me. That's awesome. Just yeah, it. well, on behalf of so many dads, we certainly are grateful that you answered that call eight yeah. and a half years ago. Mm, thank you. And that's awesome. Um, you mentioned a little bit some of the persons that had been influential in yeah. your life. But one of the questions I had in here is, you know, in those formative moments in your life, who would you identify as some of those mentors that have helped shape and guide you along your spiritual journey? I feel so thankful to have grown up at CA. I just, I can't say, you know, I got to watch and grow up just as a guy men of character and integrity. I got to grow up watching my dad. You know, he's been on staff now for 30 years, but he's just a man of character and integrity and faithfulness and a finisher. I got to watch Mark. I got to watch Tom. Um, and then I, I just can't believe I, I got to watch these guys so that being a man of character and faithfulness and integrity got to be the normal thing, mm. right? Instead of the abnormal yeah. thing. Um, Jacob Park, you know, was our my worship leader. Just love and admired him my parents would have um you know guys stay at our at our place when they needed a place to stay or something like that and they were often jesus loving guys so um a guy named jake and mullen uh uh, my cousin joey walker and i had these guys that were older than me that loved jesus um and i got to be as a young kid and be like wow those guys those are older guys than me and they love the lord and they're following him, and that was such a gift to me to see that. Um, so some of those guys nice. were big influences on me. That's great. That's good to hear about some of those mentors in your life, and we certainly count you as a mentor for, oh. for a lot of our sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, in the eight and a half years that you have served on student ministries, e- even in that short, relatively short span of time, I'm sure you've seen different trends come and go uh, with the teenage yeah. uh, group. Um, and, and certainly, you know, a lot of us dads are aware of a lot of the, the pressures 
that yeah. they currently face. Uh, you talk about social media. I don't know how big social media was eight and a half years ago, but it Not it's a thing today. And yeah. I mean, I'm guessing most of your even sixth graders right. are coming in with phones mm-hmm. and access to TikTok and all the other things that, right. that, that surround them and bombard them on a daily basis. And then couple that with this last pandemic season when so many of them were home for extended periods of time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them did a deep dive into social media and those things because of the isolation and the the time. So the question is, what are some of those trends that you're currently seeing? Uh, You know, obviously some of us older guys are out of touch, but what are some of those trends that you're currently seeing? Yeah, I'm talking about you, Jorge. Uh, What are some of the trends that you're currently seeing with with this generation of middle and high school students and how can we serve them best? Yeah. one thing, one positive thing I see about Gen Z, I like to call them, um, Gen Z really cares about making a difference in this mm-hmm. world, and they they um, they want to see change happen, and they want to be involved, and they want their life to have meaning and to have purpose, uh, which I think is commendable and just awesome. Um, so that's something that I think I see that's really positive, and we can as leaders and mentors. Uh, seek to steward and to guide and to help them ultimately find their the ultimate sense of meaning and purpose in Christ, mm-hmm. right, and in, in the Lord. And he's the one that can ultimately bring the change we all want to see. Um, so I love that about Gen Z. Um, I think, you know, um, with the how much social media is just such a part of the world today and a part of our students' lives, Man, it can be so easy to compare yourself for all of us. But I think especially for kids, um, it's so easy to just compare and to really feel lonely, right? We know there's nothing like actually being face-to-face and making eye contact with someone. But for our students, it's just so normal for everything to be over a screen, right? And so I think one trend is unfortunate that we, we need to fight against and help our students with is loneliness and comparison and a feeling on the surface connected because of social media but not having those deep mm-hmm. deep connections mm-hmm. um, those interpersonal deep connections so I would say the beauty of Gen Z is they really want to contribute to meaningful change in our world and believe they can be a part of that and I think one of the negative sides is our our culture our world and the comparison the loneliness that some of the social media can create yeah and I, and I think that's 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 what youth group can combat right mm-hmm. because you have community christ-centered community a lot of our kids that go to public schools they probably feel like they're the only christians out there and then they come to a place like this and they see 150 kids jumping up and down for jesus mm-hmm. being excited uh being vulnerable and it it changes their perspective i <clears throat> george and i were talking to some of the men in our huddle group recently, and they were sharing what a gift it is mm. that their kids don't want to leave youth group. Mm-hmm. And so they're sitting around, you know, past 9 p.m. And I go, you know, and I told the guy this and I said, I, I, I talked to a lot of dads and parents and pray with them. And what a challenge it is for them to even get their kids to come. Mm-hmm. Right. Your your challenge is the opposite. I would count that as a gift. They are so invested in that mm-hmm. community. So what I want to say is I want to challenge men out there you know wednesday night high school student uh, ca students uh, saturday night six seven eight make that a priority in your weekly rhythms i know we all do 
Little League and we all do scouts and soccer and the myriad of other things that our kids are involved with, make that s- space sacred. It, it's To me, that's a, a spiritual investment. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's good, George. Yes. And Invest in your child. Y- you know, I mean, we can make excuses about too much homework and not enough time for this and that, but we, we just got to prioritize it. And I'm going to challenge men. Mm. Make that a priority, which means that you have to model it. You have to get up and yeah. say, let's go, we're doing this. And you have to get to church and, yeah. um, and make that because that community can combat the isolation that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I recently read a book called Sticky Faith. And in this book, there was this uh, statistic. And they had polled 11,000 teens. And I'm guessing it's a few years old now. Um, but it said that out of those 11,000 teens, only 12% of them were having regular conversations, regular dialogue about faith at home in their families. Mm -hmm. And I just found that to be shocking, right? That sounds like a very low number to me, especially... Wait, are these Christian teens or just regular teens? I didn't identify them as Christian, but it was written by Fuller, who I'm guessing a lot of those families had a spiritual background. Maybe they didn't identify as Christian, but they had some kind of spiritual background. And the question they asked was, conversations about faith it wasn't even like are you doing a bible study as a family it was just like are you even what do you believe yeah exactly stuff like that um so question for you jake is why do you think those are difficult conversations to have especially with the teenage group yeah man i think it's such a great question to consider when i first thought of this question i thought man i wonder if one of the reasons sometimes it could be hard is if we personally as dads feel inadequate or feel like man who are we to say this or who do we to talk to this when we're not fully living out or practicing our faith to the extent we want to be. So we can feel almost a little bit like a hypocrite in that. And to that, I would just say, oh, dads, you do not have to be perfect, but just showing up and, and just the little bit of faith that you could bring by engaging in those conversations is so worth it and so important. I think another thing Um, maybe we just don't feel equipped for those conversations like how am I gonna do that Mm -hmm. what what do I say if they bring something up like I don't know if I'm gonna be ready for that Mm -hmm. again I would just say and I want to hear from you guys but but even if you don't have all the answers the fact that you would take the initiative and and have that conversation communicates that it's a value to you and that it matters and that is communicating something to your kid and then you know, finally, I talked to my brother Levi about this as well, and maybe there's just a sense of I'm busy and I don't want to rock the boat mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. And to that, I would say, I would just want to encourage us that, you know, as the dad, you're not just to be responding to your kid, you're to be ultimately leading your kid. Absolutely. Right? And it's not about you just not rocking the boat, it's about you're guiding that boat to the as much as you can. Um, so I, I think those are some of the reasons that would... That yeah, and I think mind. those are very valid and, and good reasons that you've outlined. I, I would say also, oftentimes these conversations, and I'd love to hear from you dads as well, but I, these conversations can be unnatural and awkward. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as dads, especially as our kids are entering into this awkward stage of life, yeah. the conversations, you know, w- when you have a six, seven-year-old, you know, the conversations are sweet and they're generally, you know, fun and funny and the, the stuff that comes out of their mouths is just endearing. Then they get to be 14 
<laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's a little more natural. It's a little more uncomfortable when you have conversations about sex, mm. about faith, mm. about just these bigger topics. Um, but I would say something I want to touch on in your story is if we as dads key in on what's important to our kids. So, for example, for you, I mean, you, you and your brother playing, you know, make-believe Marvel characters. As a dad, I would see that and you're like, oh, and you just kind of come around that mm -hmm. and ask questions about what is it about those storylines that are attractive to you? And, and, and then how can I integrate a faith piece? Because a lot of times in the movies that we watch and the stories that we hear, there can be conversations of faith that can be come, that can come out of yeah, absolutely. those stories or that playtime or that interaction. We just have to look for them to make them a little less unnatural, a little less uncomfortable. And then you're coming alongside of what they're interested in already. That, that's a great point, Marv. Uh, one of the things we started doing at home just just recently is with with our nine year old is because we kind of watch movies on on weekends. Usually it's, it's it's Friday night. Is after we watch the movie, we talk about it, ask questions hmm. in terms of what. And we already know what the movie's kind of about, so we'll we'll direct it that way. Why do you think this character did this? Do you think that was right? Do you, and we, we ask a lot of questions just to see how he was viewing the movie, if he was picking up on those themes. And I think one of the things that I've learned as a dad is just to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, that's so good. You know, because I think that shows that, which is true, it shows that you care about what they think. It's not just, I'm telling you what I think you should do. Yeah. Is I want to hear from your heart what you think about these things. And there, I think that just allows for more teachable moments. But mm. to hear, and I think your point was great about the superhero thing. Wherever you are, is meet them kind of where they're yeah, at. Absolutely. Because that's if 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 you go to their level or their point of interest, you're speaking love to them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I can see that you like to do this. I see that you love Hot Wheels or whatever. Let me get on the floor and play with you, and just try to integrate just different themes. Yeah. yeah. We have a and so we have three kids. Two of them are off to college this fall, and so we're we have our thirteen year old, and I just want to spend additional time with him. So on Thursdays, I've been picking him up at school, and the the first week I said, "Hey, you, you want to get a snack?" And said, "Sure." We stopped at Seven Eleven, and he's looking for his red Fanta soda that he likes to drink. <laughs> yeah, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> but so then I said, "All right, I'll buy you your favorite snack." But then we're gonna go. We there's this little park by our house, Duke Major, that we like to just kind of sit for ten minutes. And the first first few weeks, he kind of figured out oh dad's trying to have talks with me Time right with me. yeah 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 <laughs> and and he was just like pulling back and i just kind of let let it be and 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 then by like week three or four so consistency is key here mm. by week three or four he turned it on me and after he was drinking his little soda he said all right dad i'm gonna ask you whatever question i want today and i said game let's go mm. ask me whatever you want and he had fun with it mm. but you know what's cool is that he started asking me silly things about how did you and mom meet and mm. things like that and then, but that gave me an opportunity, and then he opened up. And I think one is consistency. One is be a good listener. Mm -hmm. You know, ask good questions, like you said, George. Mm -hmm. uh, find times that are they're already opened up. Like we get in the car after church, and we ask, "How did it go?" And then you get the fine. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not the best time. Maybe mm -hmm. it's after a movie, or maybe it's when they're playing, or when they're doing some. You know, and just kind of come alongside mm -hmm. that time. Here's the thing I'm finding out with my sons is that. Um, if I don't, it's not a choice for me. It's uh, either I 
become the voice or somebody else or something else mm. becomes the voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not a ch- if you're a dad, it's not a choice anymore. It's not like you can be neutral and say, they'll figure it out. Can't be that way. And as I'm listening to you, Jay, I'm so grateful for the voices that's come from our church, you know, from you guys, from yeah. CA. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't really go around uh, comparing churches, but I think our church has a really, really strong student ministry. And guys, take advantage of that. Yeah. Take advantage of that to its fullest. Yeah. The guys here are invested and they really love our kids. And like I said, uh, my first point is being that I can't stay neutral. And if I don't, if I don't become the voice, something else or someone else becomes the voice. So good. That's wise. Yeah. Be it the the YouTube, be it whatever it is that that's that's, that's coming at them, that becomes the input that they're getting. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not a matter of competition. It's a matter of just filling them up so that all this stuff can just kind of just bounce off. Yeah. Yeah. Just really want quick one to add and, yeah, and say, you know, one of the things I'll look back on and one of the things when I think of my dad is I think of just shooting hoops in the back mm-hmm. and being able to have conversations. And he, my dad didn't always, you know, force, you know, conversations or anything like that. But he, he was always available in that way. And I just, I think about, I remember my dad wanted to spend time with me. And so I just want to encourage you dads out there that that quality time with your kids being available like these guys are talking about in the end will mean so much, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to your kids. And, and I know it means so much to me. So just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's great. That's, That's a awesome. good encouragement. <clears throat> yeah. Jake, I, I would love to close our time by maybe if you have any stories that you can share from our student ministries, inspire some of the dads out there of lives that you've seen even at you know, as early as sixth grade and all the way through high school, but uh, stories of transformation or God just touching students' lives? Yeah, it's just so cool. I mean, we had our fall conference this past weekend and just, mm-hmm. you know, lots of students recommitting their lives to the Lord and some of them writing testimonies. You know, we had a student just say, hey, I, f- I, f- I feel con- connected to the Lord after a time of doubt. One of the things the speakers talk about was how do we live our lives, not just, you know, with Jesus as a feature of our life, but as a, as the foundation, you know, of our life. And so students were encouraged to live their full lives, give their full lives to God. And so um, we had a lot of students remark about that. But, you know, I think of some students that, you know, one student in particular I'm thinking of who came in as a junior higher, just so shy and so quiet. And, um, you know, in some ways, seemingly, insecure and I remember one of our our kingdom partners Johnny Bennett came and he spoke at our student ministries and Mm. and had a ministry time after and this student was bold and asked if Johnny would pray over him and Johnny who was another one of my mentors he was my life group leader when I was in sixth grade Mm. uh, prayed for hunger for God over over this student and since that moment this student just has had a deep hunger for God and has been um, just seeking to see his students, his his friends and his school come to know Christ and is like the, he's he's got a nickname and it's unashamed <laughs> um, because he's just so bold and goes after it. We had a student who came during the pandemic last year. He's a, she's a senior in high school and she was just, you know, not connected at all. She's brand new and 
her faith was kind of up and down and now she's an intern with us and is bringing just tons of her friends to mm-hmm. youth group and wow. they're they're you know encountering god and um i i just so thankful for her and so yeah god is god is at work you know we feel like it's a battle every every week you know and we feel like we're on the front lines but we know that the lord is planting seeds he's watering seeds and he's he's harvesting too um, and awesome. so thank you men for just your prayers thank you for every step you take um to like george said make that spiritual investment in your kids that's what's going to matter the most for eternity is your kids relationships with jesus mm-hmm. and so just just keep you know talking to other men talking to these guys about how do i how do i invest and leave a legacy of faith for my kids because ultimately that's what matters and your your seeking jesus your men your following jesus is the thing that matters the most for your kids ending up following Jesus in the end. So I just want to encourage you, keep doing whatever it takes to have your faith be authentic and and real. Not perfect, but going after Jesus yourself, that's what's going to leave a legacy and make your students want to follow you into that, into that faith. Awesome. Well said, Jake. Well mm-hmm. said. That's beautiful. Um, and I hope that what, doesn't... What an encouragement. Yeah, I hope yeah. that does encourage you men out there and once again, maybe you're not familiar with our student ministries, but for middle schoolers, that's 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. On Saturday nights at 6 o'clock, it's kind of in line with the 6 p.m. adult service. So um, for those for 6th grade, 7th grade, and 8th grade, that's on Saturday nights. And then for high school, that's Wednesday nights. It starts at 7 p.m., usually ends um, around 8.30. Yeah. And then if there's any guys out there that want to make a deeper investment and says, hey, I want to come alongside what you guys are doing and serve, uh, are there opportunities for them to step in? Absolutely. That? We're always looking for um, men and women who are imperfect but love God and, and, and care about teenagers and to serve with us on a weekly, base, weekly basis. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, you could get a hold of one of these guys. They can uh, um, connect you with me, but, or you could email me directly at jakew at chchurch.com. Well, that's great. Jake, thanks again for your time, for the ways that you invest in our students um, and the ways, not only you, but the amazing team that you've surrounded yourself with, both on staff and volunteers. Uh, we're just extremely grateful. Guys, I hope this was an encouragement a, to you. What a privilege, Jake. Serious. Yeah. This is like a snapshot of what's going to happen in January when you're, you know, Oh, but a lot more together. fun. Well, a little bit more, a little more waxing on your part. There you yeah. go. <laughs> your name is going to be no wax real. on, wax off. There so, yeah, but, but as a final plug, we want to say that Jake will be our speaker yeah. in January. So invite, invite a friend. Make sure you mark it on your calendars. It's going to be a lot of fun, and Jake's going to have a great word for us. So, guys, thanks again for tuning in and for listening. Hope you didn't drive off the road this time, and uh, we will look forward to seeing you in January. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bring the cup. <laughs>